0: Hi there, this is Play Me a Recipe. I'm Harper Fenler coming to you from my kitchen and home bar here in Portland, Maine. Today we'll be making a cocktail widely considered to be a modern classic, the penicillin. Everything you need to know will be linked in the show notes and on food52.com. But that said, we'll be gathering our ingredients, talking about the prep of those ingredients, talking about the tools we'll need, and the execution of the drink all here in the podcast. So if you need to, pause, rewind, that way you can do it alongside us. And with all that said, let's get started. So to make the penicillin, we're going to need a blended Scotch whiskey. I'm going to be using Famous Grouse. We'll want three lemons, three ounces of honey, three ounces of ginger, three ounces of sugar. We're going to need hot water, about four ounces of hot water. And we're also going to need an Isla Scotch. Now this does need to specifically be an Isla Scotch, not Speyside, not Campbelltown, Isla, because we want those peat and smoke notes. Those characteristics are represented best by Isla. We'll also need ice. I'm going to be using uh, regular rocks and I'm also going to be using a big rock when I'm serving the drink. If you don't have big ice cubes, that's fine. Regular ice is fine. Additionally, if you have candy ginger on hand, it makes for a fun garnish, but again, it's not required. So what is the penicillin? Well, the penicillin got its start back in 2005 when bartender Sam Ross, out of Milk and Honey, ended up goofing around with one of the house cocktails, the Gold Rush. Gold Rush was originally bourbon, honey, lemon, a pretty simple drink and Ross ended up playing around with adding ginger juice and doing a float of scotch on top, and the penicillin evolved from there. Now, the penicillin gets its name supposedly because it's just supposed to be a cure-all, but it's hard to think that it doesn't have some nod to Alexander Fleming, the Scottish uh, scientist who discovered penicillin. Now, a big part of the penicillin's lasting power and legend comes from not only its taste and you know how it, it is a delicious drink, but also where it was founded. Milk and Honey was founded back in 1999 on New Year's Eve by Sasha Petraska, who is widely regarded as the godfather of the modern speakeasy movement. Now, uh, Sasha tragically passed away back in 2015 uh, and Milk and Honey is no more. However, Sam Ross has opened something in its stead. Back in 2013, Ross opened Attaboy, which is in the original Milk and Honey location on the Lower East Side. And the Lower East Side is really a mecca of speakeasy and modern cocktail culture. You have PDT, Death & Company, Amor and & Margot, and that's just to name a few of the tremendous bars that are down on the Lower East Side, all of whom really owe their thanks to Milk & Honey. The tools we'll need to make a penicillin are a shaker. If your shaker doesn't have a strainer attachment, we'll want a Hawthorne strainer as well. We'll want a fine mesh strainer. It's not a bad idea to have some cheesecloth on hand because we'll be doing some straining of ingredients as well if you don't want to use your fine mesh strainer. We'll want a jigger to measure out our ingredients when we're making our drink. We'll also want a digital scale because a lot of the ingredient prep we'll be doing is going to be in weight. You'll want a way to boil water, whether that's an electric kettle or a saucepan over the stove. We'll need a knife and cutting board, a blender, and a juice press, or however you like to juice your citrus. Lastly, you'll want a tumbler that can fit either a large rock or something right around the six to seven ounce range. Uh, That's what we'll be serving the penicillin in. As a bartender you'll often be asked for substitutions for different drinks and with something like a Manhattan, Martini, Old Fashioned, that makes sense to make a specific call because those drinks have few ingredients. They're about accentuating the specific notes that you'll get from vermouth, bourbon, rye, whatever it may be. With more complicated cocktails though, sometimes those substitutions can be to the drinks detriment. And a lot of young bartenders will make the same mistake. There is a bottle that they just learned about or something they just tasted that they're very excited about and they want to make something with it. The problem being, oftentimes it's too expensive and usually those bottles that are going to be top shelf, specific vintages or malts, they're gonna be wasted in a lot of cocktails. That's why the penicillin is a really great example of how to build a cocktail. We're using a blended scotch as the base. I'm using Famous Grouse, you can use Grants, Dewars. The important thing is that you are using a blended scotch whiskey because we're looking for something that is about being a little bit rounder, a little bit softer, a little bit sweeter, as opposed to going for a single malt because When you're using a single malt, it's about specific tasting notes. And you don't wanna be fighting those tasting notes when you're adding ginger and honey and another type of scotch to it. So using a blended scotch whiskey as the base is the right choice because it's going to complement all those flavors as opposed to competing with one another. A good cocktail is about making sure that all the flavors blend together as opposed to having them try and one-up each other. Okay, so the first thing we're going to do is prep our ginger syrup. This is going to be an equal parts ginger syrup in that we're using the same weight of ginger, sugar, and water. So it's a one to one to one. So I've weighed out my water. I've gone ahead and put it on the stove to get that up to temp. If you have an electric kettle, that works too. But again, just remember that you're using the same weight. I've also weighed out my sugar and I've weighed out my ginger. So, while the water is coming up to a boil, I'm going to go ahead and prep my ginger. The entire prep for this is really just slicing the ginger into a size that will let your blender do its thing. We don't have to worry about doing too much with our knife beforehand. The blender is going to effectively reduce it to a pulp with the water and sugar. So, you don't have to worry about skinning it or getting it really fine. The blender will take care of it. So, while the water is boiling, let's go ahead and slice our ginger. Alright, our water is boiling, our ginger is sliced and prepped, and our sugar is all weighed out. All I have to do now is blend it all together. There's really nothing complicated about this step, you don't need to overthink it. All we're doing is adding all of those ingredients to the blender and blending it until it is a pulp. All right, that is our ginger syrup all made. All we have to do now is strain it out. So grab your chinois, your fine mesh strainer, or uh, your bit of cheesecloth, and we're just gonna wring it out. We wanna make sure that we don't have any of that ginger pulp in the finished product. We just don't want bits in our drink. Uh, It's the same reason that we'll strain our lemon juice after pressing it. That said, hang on to your ginger pulp. Uh, It has a ton of applications after the fact. Dehydrating it, turning it into a sugar, It's great down the line if you wanna make hot toddies or mulled wine. I like to put it into granola and molasses cookies. It's a really fun byproduct of making ginger syrup. Speaking of our ginger syrup, I'm straining it out and I'm getting just about four ounces uh, after straining it through a chinois. Uh, You might get a little more, a little less. It really all depends on the ginger that you're using, but we should be looking for something right around the four ounce mark next thing we're gonna do while our ginger syrup cools is prep our lemons. So I would recommend peeling the lemons first because we are going to be using the lemon peel as a garnish and a little bit of the oil from the peel over the top of the drink to finish it off. And it's a lot easier to peel lemon when it's whole than when you've cut it up. I've made that mistake before. It's a pain, it never looks good. So go ahead and peel them. We'll slice them up and juice them and while we're doing that let's talk about why we're using the scotches that we are using. Now we're using a blended scotch whiskey as the base but as we mentioned earlier we're also going to need a single malt Islay scotch on hand as well. What's that for? Is it going to be mixed with it? Are we doing a secondary blend? This is actually just for the aromatics of the drink. Islay scotches of the five scotch regions are going to be the heaviest in peat and smoke, and we're going to be using that as an aromatic for the drink. Now it may seem excessive to be using a single malt scotch just for the nose of a drink, but just like how a drink looks, how it tastes, how we smell the drink is just as important. The first thing you'll notice about a cocktail is how it looks. What color is it? How is it served? Is it on the rocks? Is it up? After the visual, we might notice its temperature. But even before you notice the feel of a drink, you're going to smell it. And oftentimes that's something that a lot of people will just blast right past because they're excited about that first sip. But with the penicillin, you can't miss the nose of it because we have a little bit of that float or mist of that potent Islay scotch sitting on top. So you're immediately enveloped in the drink because you can't escape that smoke, you can't escape that peat, and it pulls you into the drink. So it's actually a really important aspect to the drink and a really brilliant step as well. All right, let's prep our honey syrup. This is gonna be really simple. We don't want our honey to be watered down. We just wanna loosen it up a little bit so it's not sticking to our jigger or to the sides of our shake when we're making the drink. For the honey that I'm using, I'm doing a 10 to one ratio. So 10 parts honey to one part hot water. So for this, it's three ounces of honey and a third of an ounce of hot water, just to loosen it up and to make sure that the honey is a little easier to work with. All right, now that we have all of our ingredients prepped, let's go ahead and make a penicillin. Start with two ounces of famous grouse blended scotch whiskey, one ounce of lemon juice, half an ounce of honey syrup, and half an ounce of ginger syrup. Now, a quick note on shaking when we're shaking our drink, we want to be shaking to the point where we're feeling the ice hit the bottom and the top of the tin, and we don't we're going to shake for a specific period of time because everyone's ice is a little bit different when you're shaking instead be feeling that the ice is breaking up that way we know that it's getting cold it's diluting properly and feeling the outside of the tin you want that tin to be cold by the time you break it apart and serve your drink otherwise it's not going to be diluted properly and it's not going to be cold enough so when you're shaking make sure you feel the ice breaking up and make sure you feel the tin getting cold Now let's finish the drink. We're going to fine strain over a large cube into our tumbler and we're going to grab our atomizer or if we don't have an atomizer we're going to get a bar spoon and a quarter ounce of our Isla scotch and if you're using the atomizer give it two to three pumps right over the top of the drink. If you're using the bar spoon we're going to pour that quarter ounce over the back of the bar spoon to float that scotch over top of the drink then grab your lemon peel express the lemon peel set it on the edge of the glass and you are all set that's the penicillin give it a taste let me know what you think remember everyone's ginger is going to be a little bit different the honey that you're using can affect it the type of scotch you're using so feel free to play around with the ratios a little bit I want to thank everyone for listening in and following along My name's Harper Fendler. You can find me on Instagram at Harper Fendler and at Food52, just Harper Fendler. And I will see you all in the next one. Cheers.